welcome to The Upward Way, the podcast that assists the navigation of life with biblical insights from a Christian counselor. I'm your host, Steve Harness. Life is a journey, and we can find God's best for our lives. Each podcast, we take a question from our listening audience and answer two basic questions. What does the Bible say about this? And what does this mean for me? Together, let's discover the upward way. Hello and welcome to today's edition of The Upward Way. I'm Steve with Natalie in the studio. Hello. Hello, yes. Uh, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's a, a great day out and looking forward to some good things. And we're so glad that you joined us here on this broadcast. And it's an honor for us to share this time with you. So Natalie, what's the, the question for today? So our question today comes from a 16-year-old girl. And she says, I don't have any friends. Everyone else seems to have plenty of friends. What can I do? All right. A common question, no matter age, but... Most of the time, teenagers are more willing to express or at least ask, why is it that I feel lonely or left out? And that's essentially what the question is. It seems like other people have friends and I don't. In fact, they may feel the same way. You never know. And so uh, maybe a little bit of jealousy could crop up with this type of thinking. It could be true. It could be perceived truth that I don't have anybody if you look at your life there's probably some relatives and some other people that are there for you but you just haven't really thought about it you could probably count several friends that you haven't accounted yet for in your life so what can you do proverbs 18:24 is a terrific verse which teaches about friendship a man that hath friends must show himself friendly <coughs> and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother now, any relationship, any friendship begins with friendliness. You won't have a genuine relationship or friendship with someone if you're not friendly first or friendly to, to begin and enter into that relationship or friendship. And so become a friendly person. Go make a friend. Go make a friend. Reach out. I knew a guy one time that he kind of sat in the corner and he, look, he was looking down all the time like, his facial expression to me appeared to be this way, leave me alone or don't talk to me. But this man got upset because someone didn't shake his hand and didn't say hi to him. But just looking at him, whenever you'd walk up or walk by, it's like, leave me alone. He wasn't reaching out initially and so he felt left out and, and with good reason because he was not purposefully reaching out himself in a friendly manner. Relationships take incentive. You have to do something to get a friend. It's not just going to naturally just, you can be mean to everyone and everyone's going to flock to you want to be your friend. You have to go ahead and reach out to other people if you want that friend. Absolutely. So uh, have some initiative to reach out and make a friend by being a friend. Proverbs seventeen seventeen goes on to say, in a similar fashion, a friend loveth at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. So a friend loveth at all times. Sometimes people will put defenses up and walls up to guard themselves against 
pain and hurt. And it's a defensive mechanism. You find that a lot in counseling settings when you dig down deep into why uh, people are responding or reacting the way that they are in relationships. A friend loveth at all times. So if you put a wall up, you may not even know it because I'm trying to protect myself from some pain because, you know, five years ago or 20 years ago, somebody said this or did this. And so I have, I have my guard up all the time and, and I'm not letting anybody in close to me. That makes it very difficult to have friends or to make new friends. Now, I think it's always good to be aware and to uh, walk in this life with awareness and, and know what's happening around you. That's even a Bible principle that we are to live that way. But when it comes to friendship, you want to actively make sure you're reaching out. At the same time, look and assess to see if you have any walls that would prevent you being a friend to other people. You know, I'm, I'm just afraid, you know, if, if I reach out to somebody, I'll have my feelings hurt again relationships, I believe, Natalie, are the the greatest difficulty in all of life. It reminds me of when our son was little, he when he was praying one night, he said, Thank you, Jesus, for everyone except people <laughs> And I thought, Well, I have days like that too, or yeah. I'm just thankful for everyone except for the people. <laughs> right. Thank you for the dog. Thank you for the rabbit. Thank you for all these different things. Relationships but, are hard yeah. sometimes. Right. I, you know, it is funny that he said that and prayed that way, but I think I've seen t-shirts and talk to people that they like their animals better than people. And uh, that's sad because it's maybe apparent uh, to us looking at that, maybe they wouldn't say it, but they must have been hurt by people to, to say they like that. God loves us as humans. He died on the cross for humans, not for dogs and cats. And he values them. He created them, but he, he values us so much more. And so... Make sure that you're not putting up walls and excluding people. And sometimes we do that not even knowing that it's uh, there. A counselor could help you identify that. That's a a possibility. (coughs) Ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 and 10 tell us two are better than, (coughs) than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth for he hath not another to help him up. Now, why did I read that verse? Two are better than one. It's because the one fellow is helping the other fellow. If you want to be a friend to someone, you find ways to help other people. And you reach out. Can I help you? How can I help you? When uh, something happens, maybe a death of a loved one or family member, you could be there to, to help out. Or if they're doing a project, you could you could offer to help out. Or you could just show up and say, I'm here to help out with whatever it is. And uh, that really makes a big difference. You make a lot of friends that way by just showing up and by reaching out to say, I'm here to help you up. And what if they, what if they had adversity? What if they made a mistake or some grave sin in their life? It's the friends who go in when everybody else is going out. And so you want to be that person to be there for them, to encourage them to get back up and to keep going whether that's in in a physical realm or even spiritually to keep going for God. Uh, Next, uh, here's just some practical ideas to consider. Avoid being annoying to others. (laughs) That's uh, that's real practical. Okay, who's the person that you know of who's annoying? You don't want to be that person. The person that's just persistent or just just, uh, constantly getting under people's skin now, some of that's personality. Maybe their personality is rubbing that person the wrong way. But some people just, it's like they're, they're trying to uh, 
get under your skin and they're trying to make uh, themselves known by being annoying and they're persistent at that you don't want to be that person you want to be a person who's forgiving of others and we've already touched on that a little bit by showing yourself friendly loving at all times you don't want to hold perceived wrongs or real wrongs over people you don't keep bringing up well you know five years ago or, or last week this is what you said or did and constantly criticizing if you're constantly criticizing people they won't want to be around you if you have a holier-than-thou type attitude I'm so much better than than you are but you know I'll grace you with my presence anyway they don't want to be around you and so if you want to be a friend be a person who shows acceptance who shows compassion who shows forgiveness and is not very judgmental in your attitude of them um, any thoughts on that Natalie okay sounds good sounds good so here's a few other final thoughts then be friends with your family start with that if you cannot be kind to your relatives it's hard to be kind to others and this kind of touches on parenting if your kids can't be kind to their brothers and sisters um, you know that's a, that's a parenting issue then they're gonna have a hard time making real friends in life if your son keeps fighting with the, your daughter or your daughter with your son and just they keep going at it or whatever whatever the uh, family uh, dynamic is in your home then that's not good parental training for uh, for you now I know the question was from a teenager but just make this very practical for you if you're 16 years old and your 17 or 18 year old brother or 14 year old brother just gets on your nerves and you can't get along start working on that first and then that can help you because the house the home is where we practice our relationships and so make those as good as you can find some of your relatives or cousins and uh, start with uh, that relationship because you're kin because you're kindred and then you can build into the relationship of friendship there <clears throat> and another another truth and I love this one is be a giver not a taker be a giver not a taker I've had people complain and uh, about others in counseling settings where you know this person all they did was take you know they they took all of this I gave them this I gave them this and and now they were expecting something in return so that wasn't true friendship I don't believe but you want to be a friend who reaches out to others who makes sure you don't have defensive walls that would prevent people from uh, entering into your life and including others and then be a giver not a taker here's a verse that demonstrates this uh, very dramatically Proverbs 1420 the poor is hated of his own neighbor but the rich hath many friends why would the rich have many friends he's giving things to people and that's a way to to uh, really establish a start for relationship and friendship now you can't buy friendship just like you can't buy love but when you are a giver just exclude money for just a little bit but if you're giving of your time and, and your care and your attention that goes a long way in relationships and in friendships and then finally this become more selfless than selfish become more selfless than selfish how can I prefer one another how many times does the Bible speak about the one another's in Scripture to prefer to show kindness uh, to one another to show forgiveness to one another and so we find that those are great baselines to create a real meaningful friendship so oftentimes I see Christian girls or Christian teens kids that are trying to do what's right and they feel like they don't have any friends because 
maybe another friend who wants to do the wrong thing doesn't necessarily want to hang out with them or be their friend or who's always talking about let's say lyrics to a song that a Christian person shouldn't necessarily be listening to and they just feel like they don't have any friends because most of the people that are around them um, at school or whatnot um, aren't making the right decisions what would you say to them right so kids in the neighborhood kids <coughs> kids at school and uh, kids at church even I mean it doesn't matter what uh, type of schooling they get there's the kids are kids everywhere and the potential friends are like that everywhere so iron sharpeneth iron and there's some people you just don't want to be friends with now you should be friendly to everyone but if someone's talking about uh, music that will draw a person away from God or is taking God's name in vain and and making you think illicit or wrong things or if they're talking about movies and things that or absolutely against the Bible, that's not someone that you want to have as a close friend. You should always be friendly to them. Your door of, uh, uh, of friendship should be open to them. And it's, it's conditional, though. It's, it's based on, are we going the same direction? Two are better than one. And if they're cold, you know, they have the heat. If, if they're walking, and they're not walking in different directions when he's helping them up. It's like they're walking side by side. So if someone's not walking side by side with you through the Christian life, they don't have to be your best friend. You should always be friendly to them, but don't let them pull you down or get you turned around from the direction God wants you to go. And so uh, that's a real practical add-on question to that. I know something we try to tell our kids is we're friendly to everyone, but only best friends or close friends with those who will you know, point us to the Lord and right. make our relationship with God stronger. Right. James Dobson, the <laughs> radio personality many of you have listened to, and he, <laughs> he has great programs still on uh, on the radio and online. He said in a book, uh, I don't remember which one, but a person really is blessed to have maybe five really close friends in life. And so I think your spouse would be your primary best friend. And you're not going to find that as a teenager probably until later on when you get married. But you get the idea. You're going to be friendly with everyone. You're going to be friends with a few, but really intimate, close friendships with even fewer. And so uh, that that creates the need for discernment and a Bible understanding and making sure you're going in the right direction, that you're encouraging one another if someone's constantly complaining or bringing, bringing you down or talking bad about authority or Christianity, you want to make sure that you're there to encourage them to do right, but don't, don't be around them so much that that influences you to do wrong. So you do have to choose who your friendships, uh, who, who you're going to be friends with, and uh, be very purposeful in your friendships. So if you don't feel like you have any friends, whether you're 16 or whether you're 66 years old, what can you do? You can go ahead and assess what kind of friend you are. Am I being a good friend? Am I thinking of others more than myself? And then if you don't have friends because the people that you want to be your friends are not godly, then just be friendly to them. They don't have to be your closest friends. Remember that there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, and you always have Jesus Christ. That's right. He's he's the greatest friend, so uh, you be the best friend you can be to him, and the rest of these things will fall into place as you follow him. Thanks for the question, and thanks for listening today. If today's episode has been a help to you, please give us a five-star rating and post a positive review about the program. 
we would love to answer your questions too. Just go to wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio. That's wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio to submit your question. Thanks for listening today. Let's choose the upward way.